be reading verses 7 through 12. Exodus is the third chapter, verses 7 through 12. Amen. If you have it, say amen. I'll read 7 and you read 8 and so on and so forth. Amen. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrow. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I've also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly, I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee, when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. Amen. By your hands all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, O oh God, to lift us up, O oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, keep us, O oh God. Strengthen your people, Lord. In this hour, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind everything that's not like you, Lord. Give us strength and power, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless your manservant, O oh God. Give him wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and clarity of thought. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. subject this morning is your deliverance is close. Your deliverance is close. I must tell you that I've been in the church some time and I've heard seen people misuse a lot of good terms that God has given the church into a negative. And I don't know if you realize it or not, we all need deliverance. We need God to come down and strengthen our shortcomings so that we can make it. It would be foolish for a child of God to think they've got it made already. Because as you go on to know the Lord, you're going to find out that there are still some things still left inside of you. Uh, when you look at uh, how God sometimes takes us through the valley and he reveals that 
you ain't quite there yet. Uh, I know a lot of times we bring, we will choose to blame other people. Huh? But when the problem is still left in you, you have to uh, acknowledge that you need God's help. Uh, uh, I know, I know we're in a generation now that would have you that uh, to know that we're on our way to heaven like nobody else. We are super saved like nobody else. And that is a trick of the enemy. God does not save anybody beyond what he's, how he saved everybody. When you look at salvation, you must understand that it is God's design to save everybody the same way. Uh, ain't no sense in saying, I got it under the tree, and then somebody said, I got it in the wall of in a patch. You got to get God's salvation, uh, whether he saved you from your sins, uh, and also he delivers you. Uh, we don't talk no more about deliverance in the church uh, because we only get the part where he delivers from spirits. Uh, but there is some other things that God needs to deliver you from. Uh, number one, he needs to deliver you from you uh, because you are your worst enemy because when it comes down to living a saved and sanctified life. Uh, when you were out there in the world and a lot of times we choose or we we downplay what we did out there in the world uh, but everybody in here knows when the, when 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 the choir stops singing it uh, when the preacher stops preaching and uh, when the lights go out and you at home you still got that old you uh, telling you how to live and how to act uh, contrary to the word of God. Uh, our flesh don't want to line up with the truth of God's word. Uh, our flesh want to tell us do it like this. Uh, go ahead and curse them out and go, uh, go ahead and pick the fight and uh, go ahead and say it like you want to say it. Uh, go ahead. Ah, uh, uh, but there's something down in me uh, that says don't do it like that. Uh, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, we ought to thank God for God's conscience. Uh, they tell us you can't say that like that. Uh, you can't act like the sinner act uh, and still be saved. Uh, you can't do it like the sinner do it uh, and still walk with God. Uh, you got to make up in your mind. Uh, that you want God uh, to be your deliverer. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, there's a whole lot of us uh, that still want God uh, not only to bring us out, uh, but we want God uh, to bring us all the way out this morning. Uh, what does it mean? Uh, uh, what does the Bible uh, 
of what is the Bible talking about when it talks about deliverance. Hallelujah. The Bible is talking about the act of delivering someone or something. You got to know. You got to reach forth your hand and tell God, get me out. Hallelujah. It is the state of being delivered, especially liberation. Lord, I need you to bring about my deliberation out of this situation that I am in. Lord, I need you to rescue me. There's a part in everybody's heart that don't want to be rescued. Hallelujah. You love sin like a hog. Love slop. Do I have any amens this morning? To prove the fact is, we've got folk that have high blood pressure issues but don't want to give up the salt that cause the high blood pressure. You need to be delivered. We got folk that love cakes and pies but you got a problem with diabetes. You need to be delivered. Lord, it's bad for me. But why do good people love bad things? Because we need God to come down and deliver us from evil. I, I wish I had a church uh, sometime uh, delivered uh, or delivering especially uh, in opinion uh, or a decision uh, we need uh, God to help us uh, with our decision making uh, hallelujah uh, hallelujah to God in Christianity, the deliverance ministry refers to the form and practice of ritual of cleansing people from demon or evil spirits. Lord, we shall need that kind 
of deliverance. If you want to grow, and if you want to go with God, hallelujah, hallelujah to God. But for most folks, that's all the deliverance ministry is about. Demonism. But hallelujah. But how many of you know you can't go to heaven unless you get all those dead cats off the line. Hallelujah. How many of you know overeating is a problem? Just like being possessed by the enemy in the Bible calls it gluttony. Hallelujah. So we need to be delivered from our overlove of food. Hallelujah. Deliverance is the action of being set free. I forget the writer, but the Bible tells us when the Son is set free, is free indeed. Who God has delivered is free. In a physical or a spiritual sense, we need to be delivered. We talk about a physical sense being delivered naturally. But what about being delivered spiritually? No longer by sin. I am bound. I am free. Thank God. I am free. I have been set free. Hallelujah. Formerly with the sense of restriction. But now I'm delivered. Hallelujah. Don't have to look over my shoulder anymore. Cause I'm free. One thing that we as children of God need to realize we can go back in to bondage after God has set us free. But the copsy, the objective is to stay out when our freedom gets here. A whole lot of folk is trying to make the children of God breathe 
that. Once you get free, you don't have to be concerned about bondage again. But I come to tell you, that's a lie from the pit. Remember when Jesus often delivered folk and gave them their freedom. He told them, go and sin no more. Let the worst thing than this come upon you. I wish I had somebody this morning understood or appreciated the ramifications of the freedom process that God brought about in their life. Deliverance is defined as rescue from bondage or danger. A whole lot of children of God have choose to walk close to the edge and don't realize the danger that they're in. I don't mind telling you I've been around the church for a long time. When you start allowing the truth of God's word to slip in your life. I've seen young folk. I've seen middle-aged folk. I've seen old folk walk away from God because they walked a little too close to the edge. Hallelujah. I come to tell you, don't be a fool and try to move the landmark that God has given us as children of God for your deliverance. If the devil come to you on any given day and tell you you're strong now, you can try what you used to do. Don't be a fool. Don't tip the Lord. Thy God. You're going to have to get some Jesus sense. It is written. Thou shalt not tip the Lord thy God. Can I tell you? He came back for me. Just like he came back for you. I come to tell you. It's time to pass. Those temptations this morning. Your deliverance. Is close. Your deliverance. Is now. I wish I had a church. Deliverance in the Bible is the act of God whereby He rescued His people. 
from pearls in the Old Testament deliverance focused primarily on God removing those who are in the midst of trouble or in the midst of danger I come to tell you why are you fighting God when he's trying to move people out of your life why are you fighting God when he's sending conviction to make you feel bad about what you doing don't you know that's part of the deliverance process so you can feel bad and give it up and turn it loose I wish I had a church hallelujah hallelujah he rested from the hand of the enemy whether you realize it or not you got some enemies don't you believe everybody in the world is your friend don't you believe everybody in the church I'm talking about the literal church want to see you make it hallelujah in this hour the devil has planted some people in the church so that you will get discouraged and walk away from God hallelujah to God but you gotta tell yourself I don't care where my enemy is and I don't care what is stumbling blocks that he put in my path my deliverance is close it is not it is at the door I wish I had somebody that could stand and declare boldly I am coming out I will get out I will be set free I will not have the enemy holding me my deliverance is at the door hallelujah hallelujah to God in 1 Samuel 17 chapter verse 37 2 Kings 20 and 6 from the hand of the wicked you'll find God deliver his folk from the hand of the wicked you gotta tell those wicked folk that are in your life and every 
everybody in here got somebody wicked in their life. You don't want to get rid of them. That is your problem. But there is a God that's up in heaven that sent me to tell you you gotta get those wicked folk out of your life if you want to make it and don't you start crying when God start pushing those wicked folk out of your life what do you mean pastor when you just can't get along you say red they say black hallelujah you say now and they say yeah you say right and they say left you don't need that kind of stretching right now a whole lot of saints of God are dealing with stress issues all because they don't want to tell Pharaoh to let me go they don't want to serve notice to the Egyptians I'm coming out and I'm coming out on top they don't want to tell the land of the Egyptians ain't no more leeks and garlic I'm going to the land preferred with milk and honey I ain't making no apologies hallelujah how many of you want to take the limits off hallelujah I want you to know Pharaoh sin and bondage limited you but God wants you to be free that's why he said when the son is set free is free indeed Hallelujah. Ain't no sense in wanna be a borrower when God got designed for you to be a lender. Hallelujah to God. You gotta tell God take this sin mentality out of my heart. Take this sin mentality off of my mind. Take this sin language off of my tongue. I am delivered. I am an overcomer. Hallelujah. 
I feel like preaching a while. Hallelujah. In Psalms 7 and 2, 17 and 13, 16 and 19. Hallelujah. 18, 16 through 19. 59 and 2. He preserved them from famine. Look out here. You mean to tell me my deliverance? There is a preservative in my deliverance. I don't care what goes on in the world. I am preserved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. I don't have to worry. Cause I am delivered. Look at here. Look at here. I hear you Lord. Some of us are pickled. With vinegar. So we won't spoil. But that's our deliverance. Some of us. Is preserved by sugar. We won't. Right. Hallelujah. Some preserve. You put it in the freezer and you preserve it like that. But I come to tell you, I preserve. Come with a little heat. Hallelujah. I come to tell somebody, God is keeping you. Don't you believe the lie that the devil is trying to tell you? And I have found out he is a real good keeper because he preserved. Hallelujah. A few, few days ago, I forgot that I canned some stuff while mama was alive. My sister reminded me of those pears and some of the other stuff I stumbled on to that I had preserved. I gave it to her. She couldn't figure out how to get in it. Can I tell you the devil can't figure out how to get to you because you preserved. I wish I had a church this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. She tried everything she could to get the lid off. Hallelujah to God. You don't realize the devil can't get to you like he wants to get to you. Because God has delivered you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I had to tell her how to get back in it. Can I tell you? It took heat to seal it. It took heat to break it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. 
need to break it. Don't you break your seal of deliverance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You mean to tell me God has delivered me from the hand of the enemy. And I don't care who the enemy is. Have you noticed when it comes down to your enemy, God don't call them by name. You stop respecting him and calling them by name. Give them a title. My enemy. He told them when they were getting ready to walk out of Egypt. You're your enemy. That you see this day. You shall see them no more. Have anybody ready to let them go? Anybody ready to walk out? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah to God, the most striking example of deliverance is in our text, Exodus 3 and 8, because God rather delivered Israel, who was his people, not because they deserve it. Look out here. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But look at what God does. You don't deserve freedom. You don't deserve to be free from sin. But it is God that rescues us because of his mercy. Mercy got you rescued. Mercy got you delivered. God ain't never took his mercy back. His mercy is renewed every morning. Folks, I have you believe that you so good, you did everything so right, and you ain't did nothing like you ought to did even though you tried 24-7. You ain't got enough goodness left in your speaking and tongue self to save yourself. You ain't got nothing. You can speak in tongue 24 hours and a curse word will still come to your mind. You ain't got it like that. This human frame don't have it like that. When we get to heaven, it's going to be because God saved us according to his mercy. Your goodness has as filthy rag. You know what the filthy rag is, huh? Like a woman on her period. 
Testament, God is always the subject and his people is always the object of deliverance. You're trying to carry too much. You're trying to be a super saint and a super person to everybody. You can either save yourself or lose yourself. And you're going to lose yourself trying to save everybody. It is Jesus Christ, the Savior, that can only save. And he has that title all to himself. How long have you been in the church? How long you spoke in tongues? You having problems with you. I don't know why, Lord, I have to cry sometimes. I do. I don't know why, Lord, I have to sigh sometimes. I do. Because I catch myself. My mind and my body sometimes ain't in the same space. I done tasted sin, so I ain't pure no more. That's why we as parents, we try to keep our children from tasting sin too early. Sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. Once you know, you become conscious. No, no. Have you ever wondered? Why are you always expecting more out of your children than you got out yourself? That's a trick. That's a trick of the devil. To get you to push your children away so they can feel abandonment. It takes the same God that saved you and it's going to be the same God that they're going to have to call on one day to save them. And everybody on this planet got to qualify as a, as, a, as a sinner. Saints didn't come first. Sinners did. So his objective is to deliver. Description of temporal deliverance in the Old Testament serves symbolic representation of the spiritual deliverance from sin. We need to be spiritually delivered. You know, the thing about the world has proven that you can't quit sin. You know what we say that? Look at alcoholic anonymous, drug line. You know what they do? Give them to switch one problem for another. They give them some kind of other drug, a legal drug, to get off the other drug or the other problem. When all they got to do is come to the altar and repent and ask God for deliverance, then they can get some true help. But all the devil does is getting folks from switching their situation and then eventually, you know what they did? They wind up with two habits. Then three habits. Then four habits. And then they got to fix their favorite habit. He offered God, rather, Christ, 
He offered deliverance for mankind's greatest pearls. Sin, evil, death in judgment. Look at here. My deliverance includes sin? You mean to tell me I'm delivered from sin? I'm delivered from evil? I can be delivered from death? And I'm delivered from judgment. Robert, I, I got caught with my hand in the cookie jar. And I'm delivered from judgment. You would be foolish to walk away from all of that. You see what the, the enemy's trying to get us to give up? By the power of God, believers are delivered from this present evil age. This generation, if you stay in truth, you're delivered from it. Can I say something? I don't care how many men out there think they are women. If you stay in the church, you're delivered from it. I don't care how many women out there think that they are a man, cross-dressed, and all that other stuff. If you stay in the church, stay covered under the blood, you're delivered from it. I don't care how they legalize marijuana. If you stay in the church, you're delivered from it. Of what your old habit used to be. I whom the son has set free is free in me. Now, I do got some sense to know there's some personal things that we got some personal things going on. But those personal things, whether we we, we mention them or they're not, you're free. If God doesn't get, you may still have that taste in your mouth, but ask God to take it out because you want total deliverance. Well, you know, just because you speak in tongues and you you still got to get free. Tongues is just a sign that God done came there. Deliverance is that I'm able to walk by it and still don't want it. You know what it is? It's like I can't be seduced. He brings seducing spirits to everybody's door. What you used to do. Don't tell me I don't care. Even Reen gets get, get caught up. And she's the oldest one in the room. Sometimes she just want to say it. Everybody in here remember them favorite four-letter words. So don't you super, super say nobody. All have come short of the glory of God. And everybody in here is drawn away by their own lust and time. So stop blaming the devil for what's in you. Because he's going to get the victory when he see God. You going to let that lie in? You know how a lot they lie on? I know, I know, I know they lie. Because they lied on me. By God's power, believers are delivered from this. Think about that. We're, we're in this age, but we're delivered from it. 
We shouldn't be worried about what they're talking about on the news. We shouldn't be worried about what's going on. Do you have your deliverance? You know, Robert, only people that get scared when they hear a police car coming is the one that's in the attack. Those are the only people that get scared. If you ain't did nothing, you ain't got no reason to be scared. Now, I ain't telling you don't get out the way. You got to be running, ducking, the high, whatever. Galatians 1 and 4, in the former power of Satan reigns. Satan reigns, but he still can't have you and me. Satan reigns, but he still can't have you and me. Even notice what Jesus said. Bitter and sweet water don't come from the same fountain. If you find yourself a bitter saint on Monday and a sweet saint on Tuesday, you need to be delivered. If you get mad and you go from zero to a hundred, you need some deliverance. Deliverance is available through the personal works of Jesus Christ, who himself delivered us, Romans 4 and 25. Now, if Christ died, delivered me, I got the news. But I don't know how to apply the news. I ain't telling no devil out of hell I've been delivered. I'm not making myself walk in the faith of my deliverance. Who are you going to blame? You can't blame God. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. You don't believe it. That's why you keep going back and moving forward, back and forth. Either pee or get off the pot. So, Jesus also, 1 Thessalonians 1 and 10, he rescues us from the wrath to come. You don't see us and worry about If you delivered, you ain't got to worry about what's coming down the pipe. Whether Antichrist show up and whether he do this and whether he do that, whether there's a famine, whether there's a war, whether there's, whether there's, whether there's. We are delivered. While believers are delivered, once and for all times from the eternal punishment. I gotta get scared. Unless I curse somebody out. Unless I violate the contract with God. Or uh, somebody comes, oh, you're gonna die. Yeah, eventually. But I'm not scared because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's what I've been living for so I can meet it. Second Peter 2 and 9. 
Sometimes deliverance is God's simple way, simply rather, walking with us through the trial. We don't pay attention when God is right there in the midst of the trial. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? In the fire, God didn't stop them from throwing them in the fire, but once they got in the fire, the fire didn't burn. Three went in, and they saw a fourth one walking around and loose in the midst of the fire. You know what? You can't see God, but God's right there. That ain't, just, that, ain't, that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't the devil's problem. That's your problem. You can't see God. Isn't that a bad note for a child of God? God walking right beside you. Everybody else can see him, but you can't. You scared and God walking right beside you. Even Daniel in the lion. Baby, you going in something. Just because the lion's hungry, that don't mean they're going to eat you. God deliver you in some stuff. And you cry, I don't want to be out, I don't want to be out. You got to find God's simple purpose for your life. God, save me like you did Elder Bean. Elder Bean left out some low points. Like you did Deacon James. James ain't never told you all. <laughs> Lord, save me like Sister Marge. You did Sister Marge. Sister Marge ain't never uttered everything. She just put a smile on her face and kept some stuff to herself. Amen. And we all have done that. Thank God for closed mouth. Hallelujah. Now some folks will still be grabbing their purses. <laughs> so God, he keeps us. He rescues us. So 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way so that you can stand under it or escape. Yeah, we don't forget about nothing. You mean tell me, you going through? All you got your mind is on going through, and God opening windows and doors, and you missing all the signs? Because you so focused on what you're going through, you can't see that God has already provided a way of escape. You just crying, Lord, help me, save me. There's a window right there. There's a door right there. You can walk out of this anytime you get ready. But a lot of times we just want to cry in it. 
We don't crying to get out. So he rescues us. He rescues us. James 1, I'm thinking I got, I'm going to get little scriptures right. In these cases, rescue is not, may not come immediately, but in due time, after patience that had its perfect work. You know, you know what I, I've learned about God? And them old-fashioned folks, old folks, they used to teach you patience. You can get it, but you can't have it right now. They didn't give you everything you wanted when you wanted and how you wanted. Wait until tomorrow. But it's right here. They were teaching you that you can't have everything you want. And it's a tragedy when we don't pass that on to our kids. Because guess what? The world ain't going to give them everything they want. There are going to be some things that they're going to have to save up for if they want to get it. But patience. Wait on the Lord. And be of good. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I don't want it now. Wait. You know, I, I've seen folks that messed up their lives because they wouldn't wait. And I know the Holy Ghost has told them, not, not yet. Every time they get ready, they try to close the door, close the door, and they keep pushing against, pushing against, and wind up getting a lemon in the car. Even for a mate, they wind up getting somebody that they wish a thousand times that they never would have ran across in their life. Can't blame God for your rotten tomatoes. Amen. God makes a way for our escapes simultaneously with the temptation. This first James 2, 4, and 12. So you mean to tell me when I make a mistake, I ain't talking about planning a mistake. Making a mistake. That's something totally different. You know the difference between better planning. Because there ain't nobody in here been saved all their life. You plan to run out of gas, bro. Knowing you're going on a long distance with her in the car. You plan to run out of gas. So, God makes a way of escape simultaneous with the temptation and wit. In his perfect will and timing, he permissibly arranged of all his followers or his people. What you do, God, or what you get into, God always got a door. Always. You know what we don't do? I ain't going to God. I'm getting myself out of this. Dig a hole, dig a ditch, 
We ever got a car stuck in some soft mud? Come on, come on. Don't do whatever you do, don't get it in no buckshot. That stuff they call buckshot, you ain't gonna whip it down. You gonna bury your car. You mean to tell me you've been delivered, but you're spinning your wheels? You need to get out. You need to tell God, come rescue me. Ephesians 6, 12 and 17. The believers defend themselves with the shield of faith. Use the offensive weapon of the word of God. Don't even know how to apply. Most of them still confessing with their mouth and believing in their heart. And ain't nothing happening. Because ain't nothing happening in their heart. You can't say this unless you believe this. You can't live this unless you love this. Deliverance. Also from the rescue, from the sin. You know, believe it or not, even though you're saved, there's still a sin issue we got to deal with. And you done fooled yourself if you didn't believe that there is some sin issue. You got to deal with it. When the Lord, when God was talking to Moses, who am I? is defining you? Is it your saved life or your natural life that is defining you? Now remember, this question came after 40 years in the wilderness. He still didn't know who he was. That's the problem that most of us say. If you go, who are you? You come to church, you act like a saint, but you're out there in the world more than you're in the church. So what's defining you? Are you really a saint or a sinner? Who am I, Lord? You know, that, that, that'd be a good question to ask God. Who am I? You must admit it. They told him he was a son of Pharaoh's daughter. He was trained to be ruler in Egypt. He was trained to be a Pharaoh. He was conscious of a call of God on his life. And that's what most of us, that's where we stuck it. God called me out of the world. God got something he want me to do. But it's a tragedy to die and don't know. Die with a feeling. Die and hurt the call of God to come. But haven't got close enough to find out what it is. So he was constant. He figured God had placed him in a unique position for this reason. 
He thought all the Israelites would know also. Isn't that amazing? Come to church and you, I'm saved and expect everybody else in here to know. Now you got to be saved for you. You got to be saved for you. Can I tell you something? Singing 